Okay, Tov. <clears throat> Today's daf is daf Lamed Zion. In the Dharma, we look for a poor shlemer for Yom Tov Litman Ben Dvar Fegechayim. <clears throat> now, uh, we'll start on... Funny here. My Gemara. There's a... Uh, pages are messed up here. I see they have uh, a few days comes after Lamed Zion. <laughs> must be a mistake here. Put an extra daf. Anyway, it's an old, uh, an old shas. So um, we'll start with the Gemara at the at the bottom of Lamed Bava Base, about five months from down the page. The Mishnah said, if Reuven cannot have enough from Shimon, either Reuven swore he's not going to have enough from Shimon, or Shimon foreswore that Reuven can't have enough from him. Malamed, she could teach him midrash. She teach him midrash, the mechilta, you know, the sefra, sefri midrash, halachas vagaros. Alochas, Agaros, all the Gemara, Avaloyam and Mikra. In other words, he could teach him Torah, even though Shimon cannot give any anat to Ruvain, but he could teach him Torah because Mitzvah Slavna Hesit knew. That's a mitzvah. Malam the Midrash, Mitzvah Slavna Hesit, who said the Ram. So that he could do, but he can't teach him Chumash. Avaloyam and Mikra, why? Mikra my time, Aloyam Denu, Mishim Dirk because he's giving him an Amidrash, not Mikra Mahadile. Either way, he's giving him an Amidrash, he's teaching him Torah. Don't we all get pleasure from learning Torah? People, it's a place where they get paid to teach Chomish, but not to get paid to get Midrash. How is that definite? You're talking about a particular place, so that's the place. I mean, you're giving me a halacha over here. You're saying that you could teach him uh, general, almost all uh, halachas, Gemara, Midrash, you could teach him, but can't teach him Chomish. Why? Because it's a place where they get paid for the Chomish, but not that. So that's that particular place. You give me, don't tell me a, a halacha about a particular place if that's the deal there. Tell me in general, halacha that applies to every place. Why, how do you make that a definite halacha? They're teaching me this. The truth is that in many places, maybe they don't get paid for any, any part of learning Torah. But even in a place where they get paid for Chumash, uh, 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 I'm sorry, even a place where they get schar kama, even a place where to get paid, you're only allowed to get paid for Chumash, but you can't get paid for the rest of the Torah, for teaching us the Torah. Why can't you get paid for teaching Medrash? Pusik says, Moshe said to everybody, Moshe told everybody, this is in uh, in Baschanan, God commanded me at that point, to teach you. God told me to teach you. Moshe's reviewing, this is the beginning of Dvarim uh, in Baschanan, when he, Moshe is reviewing everything that's happened, right? He's giving him a synopsis before he died. And he said, God commanded me to teach you everything. Uksivit, it says, for Eli Manadis, come see that I have taught you, the ordinances and the laws, kasher tzivani Hashem like God has commanded me. How is God mani bechinam? Just like what? Afatem bechinam. In other words, how did God command me? God commanded, God commanded me. How did God command me? In the same way that God commanded me by teaching me the Torah, and he taught it me for free. I didn't have to pay for anything. I have to teach you also. The point is just like, or just like I am teaching you, right? I'm teaching you, just like God taught me. You're also taught for nothing. So the point over here is, so make an If that's the case, why do you say 
Okay, you're saying missions like this. Why? Why can't you take from Eretz Why? Because it says that Hashem commanded me to teach you. God commanded me to teach you, just like He taught me for free. I'm also commanded to teach you for free. So you're supposed to learn Torah for free. So why? So Mikra should also be for free. So you're right. So Mars' answer is you're right. That Torah, you're not supposed to take money for teaching Torah. You're not supposed to take money. Nobody's supposed to get paid. No rabbi. No teacher, nobody's supposed to get paid. We'll see, they're allowed to get paid for what they call schar bitol, because they couldn't go to work, get another job, so you can get paid for the time, for your time, but not for teaching Torah per se. In other words, I had a regular job. I was a stockbroker, whatever I made, whatever I made, you know, $1,000 a week, whatever. So you can give me $1,000 a week because you're taking me away from my other job in that sense, but you can't get paid for teaching Torah per se. Okay. So, 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 so the, the truth is you can't get paid for Torah at all. So how can you say over here that you can't teach him Chumash because Chumash sometimes people are paid for? Why is that? So Rabbi Meshachar Shimano, it's this, what you're getting is for babysitting. Little boys tend to run out, tend to be wild. We'll see little girls, not so much. Tend to little boys tend to be wild. So you're getting schar for teaching them. So when you teach them Chumash, you're getting paid not for teaching them Chumash, but simply babysitter. That's what I say that in general, what is elementary school except babysitting? <laughs> so, you know, you just hope that they don't do too much damage by the time they get to high school, right? Just just, just give me a little bit of over the time they finish, right? That's just their babysitting. That's what they get paid for. No, it's as hard for teaching them the trup. Pisik time is what they call the cantillation, the trup, the the where the, you know, the 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 uh, like the commas, you know, so to speak, the all the, the trouble we what we call the trouble all the way the uh, the punctuation in there. Okay, so that's what they get paid for. Meaning for Torah, you can't take money. You can't take money for teaching Torah. So why do they get paid? So why did the Mishnah say uh, even if Shimon can't give an to Ruben, he can teach him Torah, but he can't teach him Chumash? What's wrong? But Chumash is also Torah. No, talking about we're teaching children either to mean for babysitting. You're getting paid to babysit or Teaching, teaching uh, truck, which apparently is not Torah, not not Torah. So let's understand. Tanan, so we have this machlokis Ravan or Biochim. Now let's understand something. But even before we get to this, to the kashas, uh, the Ron right away points out, the Ron says, Rabbi Yochanan, why did he say Shachar Pisik Tam? Isn't that Menat Torah? So the Ran says, according to Rabbi Yochanan, that's not Midaraisa. That's what the Ran says. That the Trup is Lav Midaraisa. It's not Midaraisa. Therefore, it's not in Chukim Mishpatim. The Torah, Moshe said Chukim Mishpatim, like God, like God commanded me, Chukim Mishpatim. I've taught you Chukim Mishpatim, like God taught me. Just like I taught Bechinim, I have to teach you Bechinim. You're not supposed to get paid for that. He says, that's not part of the Torah. The Trup is not. The Ikebein Ran goes on right at the widest lines in the Ran. The Ikebein Ravla Rabbi Yochanan. What's Rabbi Yochanan? Let's say you're teaching Chumash to a gadol, to a person who's bar mitzvah, to an, you know, so not a child who doesn't need shimur. If he doesn't need shimur, then you can teach him Chumash. Can you teach Chumash to an adult? Yes. Because the reason why you can't teach, if you if Shimon can't give a nod to Reuben, the reason why you can't teach Reuben is if Reuben's a child, as we'll see. Reuben's a child and he needs to be watched. So he's getting paid for that. And, and if he doesn't take money, right, that is, if he doesn't take money, then effectively he's giving him that money for free. It's a place where you get paid to go to watch the kids. He doesn't get paid, okay? So if the reason is that when you say you can't teach Chumash to a child who you're not supposed to give no to is because you're, he, if he doesn't pay you, you're, save, you're saving him that money. So you're giving him no. 
that's fine by a child, but by a girl, the low boy shimur, then you'd be allowed to. But according to Rav, Osir, the Sphere of Pisikam the Raisa. Rav says no. Rav says the Pisikam the Raisa, he still can't teach him. You know why? Because uh, Rabbi Elkanan says, but Rav says that uh, the Pisikam is the Raisa, the Trop is the Raisa. So if it's the Raisa, it's part of Torah, therefore you can teach him because you can't get paid for that. There's no money involved in that. So what I know are you getting only only Navamitsum, it's not the Raisa. So the Lord Bashim the Rav also says feeling Pisikam is the Raisa. And therefore, what do you say? Gabika Bain Rav Rabelchan, Mikula Godol, the low boy Shimur, the low boy Shimur, the Larav Osir, this feel like this on Raisa, Ulur Belkan Shari, Mishim Scharpisikaman, right? Because it's Kharpisikam, because he also Kharpisikam is not the Oraisa, right? And therefore, to a to a godol, uh, a, a godol, um, you would be uhilkahli in aloha, keeping the Kamal and Ran goes on to Rabbi Bakhrabyokanam. In other words, in general, are you allowed to? We're not talking about here in the Allah of Shiva. In other words, are you allowed to get paid to teach Torah? Generally, you cannot get paid to teach Torah. You can get power for Shabbat, but you can't get paid to teach Torah. According to Rabbi Yochanan, therefore, therefore, uh, uh, but Rabbi Yochanan holds that according to Ran, that uh, Trump is not the Oraisa. So let's say teaching bar mitzvah lessons. Well, we, what do we know? Teaching bar mitzvah lessons, right? So that's not mitra, right? So, so therefore, you could get paid for that. Can you teach some? Can you teach somebody about mitzvah lessons? You're teaching him the Torah? Yeah, because that's not mitra Torah. So it's not teaching him Torah per se. So you can get paid directly for, of course, you can get paid anyway for schar bittel for the time, you know, your loss of time. But can you get paid specifically for teaching, teaching according to the way Ron learns in Rabbi Yochanan? Yes, you're allowed to because that's not Torah. That's piece of time. That's Torah. That's like learning cantorial uh, lessons, somebody's giving you voice or singing lessons, right? You want to, uh, you're going to the school of music, you know? So for that, yeah, you can get paid. That's not Torah, but according to Rav, it would be also to get paid for that. Now, according to Rav, that, um, uh, according to Rav, that piece of time is the Raisa. So again, Rav says in our mission, the problem is that you're, you, the problem is only that you're getting paid for watching the kids, for babysitting. So again, back in our Gemara, we're asking why in our Gemara does we say that she, if, if Shimon can't give an to Rubain, we say he can teach him Torah, but he can't teach him Chumash. Why not? Chumash is also Torah. So Rav says the reason he can't teach him is because he's babysitting. Babysitting is what's also. The other one says, no, peace of time, peace of time, but just to point out, well, we'll come back to this later on. Tanan, let's leave our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says Shimon can't teach Rubain if the reason is because you can't teach him to I'm the lamb, the lamb. You shouldn't teach him that. I understand that because that's something that uh, you can get paid for. And it's not, it's right. So that's why you shouldn't teach him that. Because you shouldn't teach him Chumash. There is no piece of Tamim supposedly on, you know, the, the trap is really basically on the Chumash, as we'll see, not so much on the on, to, on Nach. But in any case, uh, if, if, if there was piece of time in the, in the Nach, maybe you couldn't teach him that either, because that's not Menat Torah, according to Rabbi Yochanan. And therefore, you're allowed to, uh, you have to get money for it. And if you don't take money, you're giving him an off. That's why Misha says, you, if Shimon can't give an off to Rubain, he can't teach him if the reason is because of Shimur, because you're babysitting. We're assuming here Ruben and Shimon are Gedolim. Ruben said, he, Ruben foreswore having an off from Shimon. So the reason why Shimon can't give a nod is because he's babysitting. He's babysitting for Reuben, isn't he? Gadol? He says, no, the Gemara says, but cotton, cotton. It's a dochic answer. But he says, we're speaking about a cotton. Well, how could a cotton, how can you not give a nod to a cotton? 
So I was thinking either Shimon forswore giving an to the katan, to the child, or right, or, or Ruben's father maybe was involved and said something. But in any case, he Shimon can't give an to, to the katan. That's what we're saying over here. That's why the Shimon cannot give an to Ruben the katan, because he's babysitting for him. And if he doesn't take money, he's giving him an off. Right, be- it's Ruben's child. Very good. So, so we're going to come to that. Yeah, the Mishnah uh, said. The Mishnah said, though, if you look back in the Mishnah on Lamed Hamid Beis, what did the Mishnah say there? Right. And then the next Mishnah, I thought it was in this Mishnah. Next Mishnah is going to say you can feed his kids because you're not giving him an all directly. So ch- ch- children is not a problem of the one that you forswore having an all from. We're only talking about Reuben and Shimon. Ruben shows not a problem. The Gemara is going to deal with it now. But Iba cut, if we're talking about a cut, name a safer. The safer said, Mikra. The Mishnah said over there, you shouldn't teach a Mikra, but you could teach his kids Mikra. You could teach his kids kids. Cut and barbonomy. If we're talking about a, if Ruben's a cut, how could he have children? Right? A cut doesn't have children. So how could you say we're speaking about a cut? Sir Mesh was missing from the Mishnah. You shouldn't teach Ruben. Chumish, why the cotton? According to Rav, reasons because you're babysitting, and if you don't get paid for the babysitting, you're giving him an odd. If Ruben though was an adult, then Malamdo, you could teach him. Why? Because there's no babysitting involved, and it's only Torah. It's Chumish, it's Torah. You don't get paid for that, right? And lo ulevanov, Malamdo, lo ulevanov mikra. Why are you allowed to teach his kids Torah? As we said in the Mishnah, that if you're you're only forsworn from giving Hanah to Ruben. But to his kids, you can give an off, right? There's no problem. There. So that's how we are. We say, Machlok is how to learn the Mishnah. Again, Torah, you never can get paid for. According to Rav, why, why can't you teach Chumash to the person that you're not supposed to give an off to? Because you're, baby, you're getting paid for babysitting. Getting paid for babysitting. According to Rabbi Elfanan, the reason is because you're teaching him Trup. Trup is not in Torah, according to the way Ron learns in Rabbi Elfanan. And Ron goes on to say that since we passed like Rabbi Elfanan, in general, not in the case where Reuben and Shimon can't have an off from one another. We're talking about a case in general. Uh, you're allowed to get paid to teach uh, Trump. Okay, that's what he says. But we're going to come out of we'll time. We'll explain later on what other Mephorshim say. So now, the Gemara is like this. You shouldn't teach, in general, you shouldn't teach uh, children Trup for the first time on Shabbos. The first time they learn Trup, it's very hard. They get mixed up there, Shayim, all that. Shouldn't teach them on Shabbos, right? There's a lot of tirch involved and it's extra work and you don't teach them on Shabbos. If they've never learned it before, don't teach them for the first time on Shabbos but because there's a lot of work involved. Okay. Elishonin Avol, I guess it should be probably Avol. What's the Gershonin's about? No, where's what's the gears? Oh, it's a base. I looked at the gimel. I've all shown it, but they can review it. <coughs> they can review it for the first time. In other words, the first, very first time they learn trop, it's hard. It's hard to absorb. So they don't teach hard things like that on Shabbos. But if it's a review, you're allowed to. You're allowed to get. We're talking about you know teaching them and getting paid for them, getting paid to do that. So if the reason is you're teaching him trop, I understand why you shouldn't teach him for the first time on Shabbos, right? In other words, if you're getting paid to teach them on Shabbos, uh, trop, that's a lot of work involved. That's the main, the main, the main point that you're getting paid 
is for that. Notice, let's say you were hired to give bar mitzvah lessons, right? You shouldn't do it for the first time on Shabbos because you're really getting paid for working on Shabbos. We'll, we'll talk about, we're going to, we'll, tomorrow we'll, we'll, we'll explain the whole thing. So, so uh, you shouldn't teach the first time. A reviewing you could do because most of the money went for the first time, not for the review. The reason is, the reason why you shouldn't teach the kids, um, the reason why you can't teach Chumash in our mission is because of Trup. I don't Shabbos because the first time you're learning Trup, it's very difficult. If the reason is because of um, the, the babysitting, so am I income to feel the Shabbos for my Shon Barisha? Why do you say, if it's babysitting, why do you say you can't teach uh, kids uh, Chumash for the first time on Shabbos, but you could review with them? Either way, right, you say, you, why can't you teach them the first time on Shabbos, but you could review with them on Shabbos? Either way, it's Shimon uh, on Shabbos. Either way, you're babysitting, whether you're teaching them the first, if the reason is because of babysitting, what's the difference if it's the first time or the second time? It, a, even if it was for teaching them the first time trap, which is more difficult and a lot of pure involved, what's wrong with teaching them on Shabbos? Avloi, it's what we call avlo. People who work on Shabbos, waiters and rabbis and everybody else who has a job on Shabbos, how are they allowed to get paid? The answer is what we call avlo. They're not paid just for Shabbos. They're paid for the whole week. They're paid in general, right? What we call us a, a, a general salary or global <laughs> global salary in Hebrew. That, that global, I think that's the Hebrew. Global, right? Global. I don't think they, don't think they call it that in, in, a, in America. Yeah, they, call, they call it global? Global. global. Oh, global? Okay. All right. I thought they yeah, yeah. Okay. They call, I, I, thought, I, thought, I, I only remember that word from here. Globally. Huh? Globally. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Anyway, you're including it in the rest of the week. Havla Mishra is mutter. The tiny little Paul. Here we're talking about specifically when they, things regarding the base of Migdash, uh, the quantum. They used to hire kids. He hired somebody to watch the guard, the child, that he shouldn't become Tame so that he could be involved in, um, you know, in uh, uh, it, it, that he could, the water you get directly from a spring for, for the Kiddush of the May Paraduma. So they, they would, they would uh, keep children from the, from the young age, a little Kohanim. They would teach them in a state of Tara. So you hired a worker to guard him, or Lishmas apart to guard the Paraduma, that no work should be done with him, or Lishmas as Rom to guard the seeds for Havas for Omer. If you hired a guard for any of these things, and you hired him for Shabbos, Lishmas as Rom, and also Shabbos, you just hired him for Shabbos, you can't do that because he can't pay him Shabbos. Therefore, since you came on Shabbos, Im Abdo, Im Abdo, if he, if he was lost, if he lost the, on Shabbos, if he lost the stuff or he got ruined or something, and Chai is because he's a Shomachinu. You can't get paid for working on Shabbos. If somebody hired you just for Shabbos, you don't have to get paid for that. So therefore, you're a Shomachinu, and he's not Chai Bachrayas, unless it was, uh, if it was lost or stolen, he's only Chai Pabshia. Imoyah Shabbos, he was paid for the whole week, Shabbos for the month, Shabbos Shana. This is a real globali, right? Shabbos Shana is paid for the year, Shabbos was paid by the whole Shemitah, then those no Shabbos. The Fichachim of the center, therefore, him up to Chai Bachrayas, because he's working on Shabbos. He's allowed to work on Shabbos for you because he's working. He's getting paid a general salary, right? Just getting paid a regular, uh, regular full-time salary, and therefore not paid by the hour. He's paid by uh, uh, paid by the week, by the month, whatever, by the year. Then he's working for you on Shabbos with every chayv and a prize. So therefore, what do you mean you can't work for the first time on Shabbos? He's not getting paid for Shabbos anyway, right? He's not getting paid just for Shabbos. He's getting paid in general. Ella, 
right? Uh, right, right. So the So what's the reason why Shabbos? Why you can't get paid just for uh, for for learning and the first for teaching Chumash for the first time to kids on Shabbos? We want. We don't want to bother the kids too much on Shabbos with a more difficult subject like learning Chumash for the first time. Because the reason is the Yifnu Avasan, their their fathers should be free. The the uh, of these kids, the mitzvah In other words, you want their be able to be Avan on Shabbos. You don't want them. You don't want to keep them occupied for long hours, etc. You know, teaching them a, a truck for the first time on Shabbos. The reason you shouldn't teach them on Shabbos is not nothing to do with salary or getting paid or anything like that. The reason is is because of that the father should be free to spend time with them. Uh, the Ron says in Matinokas. How do you translate Lishdashea? Pardon? To play with them, to play with them, to entertain them, right? To enjoy their time to them, right? You want to, you want to, uh, tend to, like, to play with and entertain them. So that's what you want to do. Ebay saying, well, the reason we show the Bishabsach and Shabbos because on Shabbos they eat and drink a lot. We know and Alma, and they get very tired and sluggish. Like he says, if you change your diet, uh, you know, people don't eat chalk the whole week and then they eat it on Shabbos, then they, you know, then they, what do they say? You sleep it off and then, uh, you, when you wake up, you say Machayim Mason, right? <laughs> because, because the beginning, when you change your diet, that's the beginning of uh, stomach problems, right? Of, of digestive uh, problems. So the reason you don't teach on Shabbos is because Shabbos, they're tired and sluggish, etc. Or because you're supposed to be entertained and play on Shabbos. That's the reason why. There's nothing to do with this. Okay. So we're back to the Machlokas, Rav Nebuch, Lamandav, Pisikam, Maitam, Lomashim, Okay. Rabbi Yochanan said the reason why Shimon cannot teach Reuven, who he's not supposed to have an offer, he's not supposed to give an offer to, is because uh, because the piece of Tamim is um, is not the Oraisa, the way the Ron learns in Rabbi Yochanan, it's not the Oraisa, and therefore it's not Torah. Torah you can't get paid for, but you could get paid for teaching Trump. So that's why that's why he says you can, Shimon cannot give an offer. Shimon cannot teach Chumash to Reuven. Because he's giving him a no, because that's something he can get paid for. If he doesn't get paid, he's giving him, effectively, he's giving him a rebate. So my time, why don't you say schar shimon? Why don't you just say this simple reason? Because of, uh, you know, because of uh, babysitting. So benos In other words, our gear says benos. The Ron had a different gear says gadol mikubon shimon. In other words, this answer we gave that Reuben was a cut was a little bit of a dochic answer, right? The general shot is that Reuben is a gadol and Shimon's a gadol. And Reuben can't have enough from Shimon. So, so uh, if Reuben's a gadol, there's no shimur over here. You don't have to babysit a gadol. So how could you say you can't teach him chumash because he has to babysit because he's getting paid for babysitting? He's not babysitting a gadol. Or the gears that we have is that girls, girls don't run around so much, so they don't need babysitting. So and presumably he says you can't teach your your sons or daughters, right? Learn their mikra. Malamud was barbes benosav mikra. Girls also have to learn chumash. Interesting, right? Girls should learn also. So therefore. Even though they're not mitzvah in the same way, they're not the same mitzvah as they're the same mitzvah as boys, but also they should learn. They got to learn, you know, how to uh, how to keep the Torah. So, uh, so therefore, so he'd rather not say shishim because because babysitting doesn't apply to girls or to adults. Okay, ulamanda mischashim the one who says babysitting ma'itam alom mischashim. Why didn't you give that reason? Why say you talk about babysitting and only applies to children? Say the reason is you can't teach chumash because you, you shouldn't get paid for learning truck, which is not minat Torah. And therefore, you could get paid for it in theory, except in this case, since Shimon can't give a nod to Rubain, he'd be getting a nod if he doesn't get paid for it. He's giving, he's effectively giving cash to uh, Rubain. 
Suburb season come the rice. He holds no. Trop is menatora. Is the rice. Dom Ravika bar ab bar ab and Amar Chananel Marab. My the pasuk says pasuk is near me. Vayikru b'sefer Torah. So can they read in the Torah? Hashem mafurash clearly. The Psalm seichel they put their mind to it. The Avinu b'mikra they understood the mikra. Vayikru b'vayavinu b'mikra and they and they understood what was written down. How do they darshan this pasuk? The first words, that's Chumash. Mephorish that Targum, the Aramaic Targum that we have, either Unkulis or Yosem and Azil, the Psalm Seichel, a Lapsukim, to know where the divisions of the Psukim are. You know, if you look in the Tanakh, it doesn't have where the beginning of the Pasuk and the end of the Pasuk ends, right? So it doesn't say it, Mephorish, but this is also, they, that's, they, they had to learn that, right? It's the Torah, the Chumash is the way it's written. Targum is a sad thing they learned. Then they learned the Psukim, which is, these holds Midar Torah. It's Midar, it's the Halachamosh Misinai. They that piece of Taman, that's the accentuation, or right, that, or the cantillation, as you want to call it, the, the truck, what we call the truck. So you see over here, Psukim, the division of the Psukim and piece of Tam are two separate things. Psukim is the division of the Psukim, where one Pasuk ends and another Pasuk, uh, one where the Pasuk ends, begins and ends. Piece of Tam is the truck. So some say these are the traditions that we have that we're going to talk about the Ksiv and the Kri that we'll mention in a minute. So uh, at this, right. So, so, so now, so what do we say until now? I just want to point this out before we learn the last, uh, the last piece that we said that according to Rav, we just said this, according to Rav who gave the reason in our mission why you can't teach Chumash is because of babysitting. And then it wouldn't apply to a Gadol, obviously, because if there's no babysitting, you could, you could teach a chumash to a gadol. In other words, if Reuben can't have enough from Shimon, but Reuben is a gadol and Shimon is a gadol, so according to Rob, Shimon can teach him because it's Torah. It's no different than teaching Gemara or anything else. You don't get paid for that, and there's no babysitting involved. Why? Why is he talk? Why does he talk about truff? Because he also put truff is a raisa. That's that's Torah. That's just like chumash, just like Gemara, like anything else. So here he says that from the Ran, as we saw, the Ran and the Rosh Doses, they all say that according to Biochanan, and we pass that Pixelam is not the raisa. So he says, so if it's not the rice, where did the truck come from? The some say, even according to Rabbi Torah, even though the Ran doesn't know the way the Ran clearly said, the Labmeter Rice, the Ran, a couple of lines before the lines get wider, say, according to Rabbi Yochanan, it's not Menatorah, but some say that's not Shat Rabbi It's Menatorah. The trop is menator. In other words, it's Allah Mosh Misinai. The Khainor Zohar Shatamiya Mikra Nimsrula Mosha Misinai. It says that in the Zohar, the Tamiya Mikra, that means the pronunciations and the uh, and the way we the, the accentuations, the way we read it, the way we lane it, is Allah Mashina. Elishine Mudo Ainama. To teach it, you don't have to learn it. Shaina Mukhui Lamam Kirli Krapsuk and Matamayan. You don't have to you don't have to learn it's not you're not Mukhuyev uh to um uh, to, you're not mechuyiv to learn that. That is Torah, but you're not mechuyiv to learn it. And if you're not mechuyiv to learn it, therefore it doesn't go into what we call Talmud Torah, which has to be for free. Right? Like we said in the, on the top of, of the Gemara. Just like I learned Torah from Hashem, you were also uh, supposed to learn Torah for free. So therefore, it is Torah, but it's not mechuyiv. You're not mechuyiv to learn that in, when you learn Torah, you're not to know the trap. If you don't know the trap, you're still yosting the Torah. And therefore, and therefore, 
Rabbi Yochanan says you could get paid for it because it's not, it's, it is menashe, it's it's Allah Moshe Misina, the Trophy is Allah Moshe Misina, but learning it is not menatora. You're not mukhuyiv to learn it, therefore, if you teach, right, right, and therefore, if you teach, if you teach the trap to somebody, you could get paid for it because it's not the not Torah itself that you have to get paid for. You're mukhuyiv to learn that, like you're supposed to learn Torah, but you don't have to learn the trap. Therefore, it could be. But that's not how the Ran learns. The Ran, other Rishon learned Parshat Shad that according to Rabbi Yochum, it's not Minat Torah. And therefore, it could be that it's only later on Ezra was Mitaka the Trump. Now the Gemara goes on to talk about this. We said Elo Masoros. These are traditions. What do we mean by that? If we, we say, according, according to Rab, the, the, the divisions of the Psukim is the Pisuk Tamim, the uh, Trump is Minat Torah. And some say the Masoros are also Minat Torah. What do we mean by that? Mikra Sofrim. The way the Sofrim taught us to read the Torah, uh, all these things, and what do, what do we mean by that? We're going to explain in a minute what that means, Mikra Sofrim. The Itra Sofrim, the, uh, the, the fancy or the embellished way that the Sukkim are read, that the, the words in there, or the Kriv, there's two kinds of things. There's things that are written in the Torah, but we don't, uh, that are read in the Torah, but they're not written. That we see mostly in, in Nach, not in the Chumash. And the things that are written but not read. Not talking about apparently Michael the things like in um, in um, Kisavo the Tishkavana Tishkalata where you read a different word. It says one thing and you read something else. Place here we're talking specifically where it's read. It's not even written. You say something it's not written or it's written and it's not read. All these things Misinai. That's what Yitzchak says. These are Lachlamash Misinai. So that means to say the Masoros, like Rob saying that even piece of Thomas the Raisa. And some say even the Masoros, which we're talking about over here, that's all the Raisa. What do we mean by Mikrosofrim? As, as we see, if you if you read Ashkenazis, so uh, the word is Eretz, and but it's at the if it's at an Asnachta in the middle of the Pasik or at the end of the Pasik or a self Pasik, how do you read it? Oretz, not Eretz, it's Eretz and Oretz, or Shamayim Mitzrayim. And again, if it's at the end of the Pasik, it's Shamayim, right? Uh, or Mitzrayim, whereas if the middle of the Pasik, it's Mitzrayim. So, uh, so that's what we call by Microsoft the way they taught us to sofrim, the embellish the fancy way to read the psukim. Here, when you put it next to word, Pasik says he gives a few psukim where he says here, achar tavoru. He didn't have to say achar. Could have just said tavoru. You know, do this and afterwards tavoru. He says, after you're done with this, tavoru. It's like an, a longer way of saying it to make it very clear, very explicit, to embellish the, the uh, instructions. Achar teilech. Again, it could have said it without that. All those things could have said without the achar, but that's, uh, it was just thrown, achar tavar, all these things. Kohani, the Ron says in the widest lines, the first one, Kohani, achar, mutar, and they're extra. They didn't know teferis, to glorify the Lashem, like a fancy Lashem. Eat and then go. It says, achar tavar, afterwards. And close for this, and then, yeah, no. It says, let the uh, singers come before the minstrels, the players. Uh, but he says, uh, for a nice lotion, like a nice, a clear way of speaking. Like it says afterwards, right? What does it say right afterwards? It didn't say kitom rabba. Could have, could have said Harael. But again, Lashon to say, to say like the stop and say El could have been before. It's a fancier way of speaking. So that's what he says. Those are the, those are the examples of, of, um, 
uh, of itosophrim, like a crown around, you know, crowning the, uh, uh, the, the words which are all menatorah, which saying it's a mosh misinai, these, these like extra words in the uh, in Tanakh. Now, um, some of these are in the Chumash, as we see some of some Bracious and some are in Tilim, in Nach. Okay, what about Krivaloksiv? What about something where we read it, but it's not written? So that we don't have in Chumash, only in Nach. Pras the Belechto, the river Pras Belechto, it doesn't say, it's, it's read even though it's not written. Ish de Kasher Yishal Ish Bidvar Elokim, it doesn't say Ish, but we read Ish there. Boim de right? That word is not, the word Boim is not written over there. What's the Bach say? Boim de right? Doesn't say there. Law de Plato, doesn't say law there, but we read it anyway. At the Hagedu God law, Right, Hagedu God law. It doesn't say uh, it doesn't say the word at there, but it says Hagedu God. Eli Dagoran. This is already in Rus, more familiar with us. Where we read this, it doesn't say the word Eli, but we read it. Right, we're here speaking about where it's written, where it's read, even though it's not written. Eli Dasom. That's also in Rus. Right, All these are privilokesiv. It doesn't say it, but we read it anyway. That's all halachamash misinai. Uksavim velokim. Where do we have exiv where we don't read it? It says the word there, but we don't read it out loud. No, this is also in, in these are also in Ksuvim. I mean, in, in Nach, not in Ksuvim. In Nach, this is not the Yislach, right? It says that by Naaman, it says then it, it says no, but we don't read it. Um, and I have an extra page in here, right? Zostah Mitzvah. Now, Zostah Mitzvah apparently is uh, the Ron says on the top on the left side there is in Sefer Veschanan and Veschanan Kachmatzasikasvelonimtzvusfarmshalana, but we don't find it in our svarim that this is a ksivlokri. So the Ron later on, the Ron later on says no, it's not. It's not the zos from Veschanan, but it's rather the zos in uh, Yirmiyo. In Yirmiyo, there's a zos there that that is a ksiv, but we don't we don't read it. Or Yidroch the 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 Hadorech. It says there in that pasuk. In again, that's a pasuk in Yecheskel, uh, Twice the word Yidroch. So the first one's read, the second one's not. That's Exivlokri. Chamesh the Pas Negev. That word Chamesh Pas Negev also is. It says Chamesh Chamesh Mosis. The only one of them is read. The second one is Exivlokri. Pas Negev. Im dechi Goel dechi Goel. Chigol, uh, this is already back in Rus, right? Goel, right? This is a, uh, it's written, but it's not read. We don't, we, we don't read the word im. So Halein, these are all Ksivlokri. These are all Ksivlokri. According to Rabbi Yitzhak, these are all Lachmash Misena, which fits in with Rav, that the piece of Kamen is the Oraisa, right? Rav said that uh, all these things are the Oraisa. He went along with what he said, that based on the Pesach Bifu, the Sefer Torah that uh, that part of it is, um, uh, part of it refers to uh, the psukim. Uh, and some say the Masoras, which Rabbi Yitzhak here explains these are all Lach Just one more line. They divided this Pasuk and Yisro into three. That's like a long Pasuk, and he divides it into. Uh, into three. That's how they read it there. And as they had a different Masorah as to the Pesukim there, as, as to the Psukim. 
Is it Pasik? Is it three Psukim or is it one? We have it as one Pasik, but he says that some people had a tradition that was that it was divided up into three Psukim. In any case, the general idea is that the, that the trough is the Oraisa. According to Rabbi Yochanan, it's not, apparently, the way the Ron learns Rabbi Yochanan, but according to others, it really is the Oraisa, but maybe the teaching of it is not the Oraisa. And therefore, you could get paid for it in general, unless getting paid for it in general, allowing that, is the reason why if you can't get enough from somebody, you can't give enough to somebody, you can't teach them, because since you get paid in general, and if you don't take money for it, you're saving them that money and you're giving them enough. All right, we'll take it from here tomorrow, Mr. Shem. Have a good day. Yeah,